This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. One of the basic concepts of value investing is investing in stocks that are being ignored by Wall Street. But how do you find these? Sometimes the shunned stocks are pretty obvious. It's the stocks or even the whole industry everybody is talking about, usually as being doomed of some sort. That's how they like to put it. And we saw that last year in 2017 with both retail and energy. We've seen it a couple years with energy is that they're going under, the banks, you know, uh, won't be loaning to them. Everything is doomed in that group. So these seem pretty obvious. And Wall Street was shunning both of those industries. But what about other value stocks, the hidden ones that nobody is really talking about that are the obvious ones? How do you find those? So I like to screen for what I call hidden gems. That's kind of what's in that category. And I've done that screen in the past on this podcast. But what does that actually mean? And how can you screen for it yourself? So there is a way to screen for these little or known, highly ranked stocks, and you can do it, the little secret is, based on the analyst coverage. That's what you need to look for in your screen. So let's put this screen together. First, I want a Zach's rank of number one, which is a strong buy or number two buy, because that would likely mean those earnings estimates are rising, right? We obviously don't want them to be falling. <laughs> so we want to screen for those that have something good is going on and the analysts are all at least increasing those earnings estimates. Because after all, the name of the screen is the hidden gems, you know, gem is being <laughs> the operative word. And usually gem means something pretty good. So so that's why we want to add in the ranks so we're getting, you know, those better stocks. Then we want to try to find the hidden part of the hidden gems. And with that, like I said, it's screening for how many analysts or as the term is used on a lot of screeners, brokers that have coverage on that company. So I like to look for ones that um, are a little bit less known. That's how they're hidden. So the average number of analysts covering the S&P 500 stocks is 14. That's pretty many analysts, but that's just the average among those big cap stocks. And so to find the hidden ones, I want to find ones where there's a lot fewer analysts. So I wanted to go a little bit less than half, half of the average analysts. So I went with six six or fewer analysts. Now, the problem is you really don't want stocks that only have one analyst covering it either. While that may seem in your mind to think like, oh, that's really hidden. There's only one covering analyst. Well, then we only just have that one person's opinion on the company. And that can be all over the place. As many of you know, looking at a lot of small caps that only have one analyst covering it. So I'd like to see it be um, between two and six on the high side. Now, the problem I encountered was that our screener on sax.com won't let me put that in. <laughs> won't let me search for between the two and the six. It'll only let me search for more than the two or less than the six. So I decided to go for less than the six hoping that I wouldn't get that many in the screen that only had the one. And then I could just kind of weed those out on my own. So that's what I put in. 
And then I wanted to also add on a couple other key fundamentals. So I want some earnings growth in this screen. So I wanted to be hidden gems with the rising Zacks rank or the good Zacks rank with the rising earnings. And then I also wanted earnings growth in this year, the estimated growth of at least 10%. So I might as well go for it and go for double digit earnings growth. And then I wanted a value stock. So I added a PE of under 15. Now, I thought this would be pretty narrow screen because there's a lot of different factors here and there's not that many stocks that are ones and twos with the PEs under 15. So right there, I thought I would narrow it down and then we get all these other things. But I still got 100 stocks and I knew that some of these in the screen would be with the one analyst. And there were some, but there weren't as many as I thought. So that was good. That was a pleasant surprise. So I got 100 stocks. And as you might imagine, what was in the screen, there were a lot of small banks. Yeah, you knew that would be in there because a lot of them are trading with PEs under 15. A lot of the smaller community banks you know, maybe have two or three analysts watching them. So they fit right into everything I'm looking for. And because the bank story is good, they have the good earnings growth too with the good Zach's ranks. And they're all reporting right now. So the estimates are being raised even right now during this podcast because they report at the beginning of the earnings season. So all those things are good for the small banks. Um, there were some small and mid caps in this screen, so that's good. And another thing, though, you have to be aware if you're looking for the number of analysts under six is that foreign stocks are definitely going to be in play because there's a lot less coverage on foreign companies, even the big caps. Like, for instance, Sony Corporation, you think that would have plenty of people covering it. It's, you know, one of Japan's biggest companies. Everybody knows it for decades now. But there's only two estimates that we have on Zax.com for that. There's only like two or three covering analysts. So they would maybe if fit into the screen, although I didn't see them on there. Um, so you're going to get companies like that. I saw a lot of Chinese companies, some of the solar names, because there's just a lot less coverage. So keep that in mind as well. Although you'll see in a minute when I go over the stock picks that I pulled out that sometimes that's a good thing to have some foreign stocks. So let's get right to those stocks that I looked at out of this group of 100. But there were a lot to choose from that I liked that I thought could be intriguing. And then remember, when you're going to the screen, you're probably going to have to look up a lot more stocks than you think, because you're not going to get Facebook and Alibaba on this this type of screen. That's why they're called hidden gems. You might not have heard of the companies. Maybe you've never seen the name before. That has actually happened to me um, several times running these kinds of screens for the hidden gems. And then I am always surprised at what companies I find in there and how intriguing they are. So let's get right into the stocks. First one is actually a, a larger cap, and you might have heard of this one, Ameriprise Financial, ticker AMP. So they're in financial services. They do retirement planning, so wealth management. They have assets of at least $900 billion is under their management, so that's pretty big. $20 billion market cap, that's huge, but there's only six covering analysts on it. And um, it's got all the other things we were looking for. Expected earnings growth this year of 17.7%. PE is just 9.9. So it's cheap. Now they just reported earnings. They beat on the second quarter. Earnings were up 
29%. And then they saw a strong net revenue growth in their wealth management. And that was due to growth in the client assets. Obviously, stock markets at record highs, if everybody's invested in that, that grows those assets up. So that increases their revenue. But they did see a record first half of the year at Ameriprise. And uh, a couple other things you might like about this one, it does pay a dividend, currently currently yielding 2.5%. So I know a lot of people still like to get that dividend, but cheap, and it's got the earnings growth here, and it's got the good Zach's rank. So if you're looking for a financial, Ameriprise Financial AMP. The second one is in kind of a difficult area, and out of all the stocks today, this is one that has actually sold off in 2018. So it's called American Woodmark Corporation. Ticker is AMWD. It only has three analysts covering it and does not pay a dividend. The market cap is on the small side. I would say this is um, a small cap with a market cap of $1.5 billion. So they do cabinetry, wood cabinetry for the kitchen, the bath, home organization. They've been around a long time. They have 18 manufacturing facilities in both the U.S. and Mexico. But in their last earnings report, they were saying, um, you know, to watch out for some of those raw material costs because obviously they're making wood wood cabinets and lumber prices are soaring. <laughs> That's never good. But fiscal 2018 free cash flow was 36.9 million for the year. That's pretty impressive for a small cap. And then they paid 40 million off of its term loan facility. So they're paying down some debt at the same time. So earnings growth in fiscal 2019 expected to be 43% because plenty of Americans are doing home renovations. We're putting in new kitchens, we're putting in that new bath, and we're buying the cabinets that go with that. So this is a big cabinet maker, PE just 11.5. So it is cheap right here. But like I said, this is one of the stocks that has really declined this year. Shares are down 37% year to date. So that's why you may see a buying opportunity in these soon, depending on how strong your stomach is for enduring trade and tariff issues, these raw material cost issues, and those kinds of things. But definitely a hidden gem not many people are talking about. AMWD is the ticker again. And then we're going to switch over to some energy. Of course, you knew I had to bring some. And the third stock is one that I did recently talk about in my um, guide to the energy stocks, but it still has the good Zach's rank and its numbers have improved even further since I talked about it only a couple of weeks ago. So Bonanza Creek Energy, BCEI is the ticker again for this one. They're based in Denver. They are not in the Permian, which is why I do like them. They're in Wattenberg Field and the Mid-Continent. And small cap, $727 million market cap with this one. PE, get this, is just 6.3. So, and why is that? Why is it cheaper than ever? And that's because it has four covering analysts and one raised in just the last week, even though it's not reporting earnings until August 8th. So they're bullish going into this earnings report. 
And they're looking for, for this year, $5.57. And just 90 days ago, they were only looking for three thirty-seven. So over a couple dollars increase in just the last 90 days or three months. So that's pretty strong bullishness from these brokers. They know what the price of crude is. They know what the drilling is like, and they're bullish. So that's why you get the low P, it's just 6.3. And even in 2019, they see another 50% earnings growth. They see those earnings jumping to $8.40, and one was raised also in the last week. So very bullish to raise into earnings reports, even if you know production is pre-released or those kinds of things, it's still bullish going into the actual earnings. So that's Bonanza Creek if you're looking for a small cap E&P, B-C-E-I. And then switching to the large cap on the oil side, and this is the one that is the foreign company that I picked out of a lot of the foreign companies in the screen, and it's Echo Petrol. And the ticker there is EC. We sometimes forget about a lot of the big energy companies that are outside the United States, even though I know a lot of you are in into or owning BP or Royal Dutch Shell or Total in France. But Colombia's has Echo Petrol. It's the big state-run oil giant. It's also the largest firm in Colombia. And again, because crude prices have recovered, so have these earnings. So there's five analysts actually covering this company. That's a lot. So that is a little bit different for most foreign companies. Like I said, Sony only has like two or three. So Ecopetrol has five. The PE is 11.7. It's $842 billion market cap is what they said. So it's huge. Dividend, almost 3%. So you are getting a dividend yield here. They will um, reward shareholders in these kinds of, this kind of environment. That's why you're buying these big uh, government-run oil giants. Earnings growth this year up 60.5%. Uh, so that's really strong. Shares up 33% year-to-date, but a little bit stalled here. But again, still cheap at 11.7 times. And then moving on to our fifth, and final stock today, this one is in the electronic components area, Comet, Comet, how do you pronounce it, Comet? K-E-M is the ticker. It is, um, like I said, in electronic components. It has 1.6 billion market cap, so it's pretty small too, no dividend. This one only has the two analysts, so it's right on the cutting edge, but it does have the two. And it has a P of 14.7, but get this, the shares are up 78% year to date. So <laughs> clearly people are rushing in there. Now I expected to see huge earnings growth of some kind, but fiscal 2019 earnings growth of 11.4%, which is good, but it's not, you know, 60% like Echo Petrol's having. So I feel like maybe this was hidden earlier in the year and now not so much, or at least some, some traders have found this stock. So that's what's pushed the shares up. But like I said, it's still a value stock here at 14.7. And this, this company is not a new one. It was founded in 1919 in Florida, so almost 100 years old. I'm sure parts of its business have changed over all those years because, as I said, it's now Electronic Components Maker. But this is one you might not have heard of and you might want to keep on your watch list, at least, if nothing else. And remember, with all the stocks you look at or you buy to do your own homework. We're in the middle of earnings season now, and a lot of these companies have not reported yet. And even those that have, 
go listen to the conference call. The companies will always put the conference calls on their website usually, and you can listen to it for a month or two even after it's over. Those are really good if you have to read the transcript, but I really recommend actually listening to the conference call because then you get a better sense of the tone that the company is using, what tone the analysts are using, whether or not there was any contention there or whether they were all just like, congratulations, it was fantastic. And believe it or not, you do hear that on the conference call often. So that's always interesting too, to listen to those dynamics. So definitely listen in. Remember, if you're buying these as an investor, not just a trader, you're an owner, so you need to act like one, get as much information as you can, and dig down into those fundamentals to find out what is really going on at some of these, especially with the hidden gems, because they are not covered as um, deeply as some of the other companies are. You know, there's not a lot of secrets for the FANG stocks right now because so many analysts are on that story. But with some of these, with the uh, companies like American Woodmark, you know, being down 37%, what else is going on there? You might have to do a little bit more investigation to find out. But hidden gems are, you know, fairly easy to find, but you do have to dig around even with the screen, like I said, because these are just five stocks out of the hundred that were on the screen originally. So you're going to have to dig deep, but that's the fun of being a value investor and the fun of finding these hidden gems. So let's recap those stocks again. We had Ameriprise Financial, which was AMP. We had American Woodmark, AMWD. Bonanza Creek is the small EMP energy play, BCEI, Echo Petrol, Big Oil down in Columbia, EC is the ticker, and then Comet, which is electronic components, KEM there. And be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode of The Value Investor because we're always out finding the value stocks and I don't want you to miss a single thing. So find us on Apple Podcasts, of course. We have a standalone show there. We're also on Spotify and you can get us on SoundCloud, but you're going to have to find us under the Market Edge over there. And then you'll get two for one. You'll get the Market Edge podcast and the Value Investor podcast if you find us on SoundCloud. But any of these platforms works just the same. So be sure to subscribe again so you don't miss any. And I'll see you again next week.